Welcome to episode 43 of Terravision Horror Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dan McGuinness, and joining me on the Midnight Meat Train is my co-host, Jennifer the Dream Warrior Strand. Every week we take one horror film and we cut it to pieces with our internet words. Together we are two people with a love of horror and feel the burn of our obsolete blockbuster slash movie land slash, you know. Focus video. Focus video. <laughs> video easy. Yeah, all them. We always forget video easy. Yeah, memberships. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to thank all our listeners um, who support us over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Castbox, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and the YouTube. We love you. Thank you so much for supporting us all through this endeavor. Now, straight into fun facts. So my fun fact for the week about myself is that once I got in trouble with the police for not robbing a store. Okay. Paint me a word picture because I'm so interested. So back um, when we were probably in our early 20s, um, we used to go to a lot of parties and a lot of our friends lived up around Mount Barker. Mm-hmm. And so it was very cold around that time of year. So we went to the local shopping center, which was the hub shopping center at the time. And we bought a bunch of balaclavas because it was going to be really cold. Mm-hmm. And then we thought, let's put them on. And run out of the shopping centre <laughs> and run into our car and just speed off. Oh, yeah. Typical teenage uh, shenanigans. Yeah, idiocy. So we just did that. Nothing happened. Anyway, we're sitting at home later on and we're, I was living in like a granny flat shed at the time. And there's a knock on the door. It was a knock on the roller door. And the roller door comes up and there's like probably eight police cards. <laughs> uh, about four police cars and three unmarked detective cars. All these dudes with guns and stuff at my house and they're like, and I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> and they're like, "We have we have like a a, a report that there's been a robbery and the p- people were seen like driving your car and all this stuff and that and I'm like, oh, "Okay. What got robbed?" <laughs> and they're like, "What do you mean?" I went, "So is there been a robbery? What what got robbed?" He goes, did you go out wearing, you know, did you have balaclavas on? I'm like, yeah, but what did we rob? It, and then, like, they realised that we hadn't done anything. Oh. But one of my mates didn't even take it off. He just kept watching skate videos with the balaclava. <laughs> and that's when one of the cops is like, mate, you're fucking lucky you're not on the ground with a shotgun in your back and, like, you know, the SWAT team here destroying your house and, like, playing full bad cop. And we're just like, yeah, whatever. Like, we haven't done anything wrong. And he's like, you know, it's a federal offence to wear a... A mask without due cause, and we're like, it's cold. <laughs> that's pretty. That's due, you know, that's due cause. Yeah, and basically, so yeah, and my neighbours hated me at the time anyway because I had a skate ramp and stuff, and they used to annoy them. And then, so this is like, you know, just sealed the deal. It was the icing on the cake. Yeah, icing indeed. Oh, um, so that's my fun fact. Interesting. Uh, what's yours? Um, okay, so I dodged a possible hold-up si- situation while I was working at the cinema. Oh. Yeah, so I was a usher at the cinema um, in Norlunga, and we had a very packed session of Harry Potter. I don't know which one, I don't know. The place where most thieves come. Yeah, Norlunga, sure. Every, everyone knows that Harry Potter fans are criminals. Exactly. Um, so we had like a packed cinema and, you know, rowdy kids, families, all this jazz. And I had a guy come out to me and he's like, um, I don't want to alarm you, um, but there's a kid in there. And he's just pulled out a gun. In where? In the cinema. In the cinema. In a packed cinema. Was it when Dumbledore died and he couldn't handle it? <laughs> Not quite. So this was before the movie had started. Oh, okay. Um, he's like, bring it on. <laughs> he's like, oh, Harry Potter, poop, poop, poop. Yeah. Um, no. So I I went back in with the guy and we just sort of assessed the situation of like, okay, 
um, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, no, this is your seat. And just trying to, he's like, it's, it's that kid over there. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so in the end, like, I had to come out. We had to call the cops. We had, I think, six um, casual clothes police officers come in and they basically pulled out this kid and he had a, he'd like taken his dad's gun for some reason he had no intention to go and like hold anything up he just wanted he, he just wanted he, he probably cool. just wasn't popular and he probably. wanted to look popular with kids because he's got you know he's got his glock yeah probably he's packing heat probably so we like we had a this was a sold out session as well so if anything bad had have happened people would have been injured people would um, have missed the movie i know and then we were like we paid for this but we paid for the deathly hallows and we got something in completely different um so yeah that was a very interesting and stressful evening i think that's exciting i love that fact yep Oh, my God, that's so good. Yeah, we could... Well, I mean, I've got a lot of crime facts. We could keep on a theme, I reckon, for the next couple of episodes. About... I know. I'll tell you about the time that I saw someone die. Oh, the time I got held up at Knife Point. Oh. There are two things coming up So next many week. things. <laughs> coming up on another episode of Cherovision Horror <laughs> Podcast Crime. True crime. True, 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 true crime. Crime edition. Anyhow, um, let's get on with our spoiler cause. Yes, every week Jennifer and I set us as a horror movie to watch and then we go through it scene by scene, spoiling the fuck out of it for you, me and everyone's dog, cat and sister. <laughs> it's a deep dive into glorious gore, hard edits, cheesy acting, directing madness, severed wangs and compound fractures. We have the best rating system known to man, We Jennifer. do. We do have the best rating system. So for those of you playing at home or new to playing at home, uh, we have the A, which is awesome. Everybody should watch. We've got the B, B beer and chicken wing group movie. Uh, F is fun and dumb. C is a classic that's worth a watch. We've got U, which is underrated. G, good for its time, but it's not held up. We've got the J, Jen special. The D, Dan special. We've got the W, which is whatever so off my radar. We've got the Kesha, which is the low budget hot mess. And we have the McConaughey, the cream of the crap, the <coughs> fucking fucked, the just don't watch it kind of film. We watched it so you don't have to. Exactly. And this week we watched Slumber Party Massacre 2, or as I've accidentally <laughs> put it in my notes, Umba Party Massacre 2. Yeah, Would you like to come to my Umba party? <laughs> it's the Umba Party Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Slumber Party Party Massacre 2 um, from 1987. I have not seen the first one or know of its existence. Okay. I watched this on YouTube. It's yeah. the only way, way I could find it. It is on Amazon Prime, but yeah, it is streaming for free on YouTube. And, and crystal clear. It, yeah, it's great. I'm pretty happy about that. Mm. Um, so yeah, so uh, directed by, actually directed and written by Deborah Brock, whose only other real credit I can find was, I think, like Rock and Roll High School Forever with one oh. of the Corys. There is definitely a theme to her yes, stuff. a little bit. Uh, it stars Crystal Bernard, Jennifer Rhodes, Atanas Illich. And oh, so basically those, no one yeah, you've ever heard of. All those But surprisingly enough, $500,000 budget um, and the box office return was $1.3 What? How yeah. can like, Monster Squad have failed and this has succeeded, this film? Um, so one of my little fun facts, the VHS for this was one of the top sellers at the time. Um, and it actually won a gold video cassette award. Is it because it had a rad cover? Oh, the cover was amazing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's basically to show he's the main guy and yeah. no one else. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's all you need to see. He's the main the killer. Best. Um, yeah. So the, 
one of the other fun facts I have, so many of the characters in the movies, um, their names have homages to other horror movies. Um, so yeah, I thought there was a Craven in there. Yeah, and- Kruger, Voorhees, uh, Bates, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's kind of nice. The whole film's a bit of a homage to... I mean, idiocy. I don't even want to say it's a homage. It's it's kind of like a, a drunken... Yeah, it's like I would, it's like one of those, wouldn't it be cool nights that someone yeah. accidentally made? Yeah, like I'm really just like, wouldn't it be cool to open a bar and make a horror movie that's... We can open up a nightclub and we'll be like king and queen of the nightclub <laughs> and we'll come out on a stage each night and dance. And then they did it. Yeah. Like, and then you realise that it's this film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's, the so, what's its uh, vital statistics? <laughs> uh, the party begins when the lights go out. You, actually, in this film, the party began when the lights came on because the, the, the mood lighting came in and smoke machine. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, Courtney, the sister of a survivor from the first movie and the members of her rock band go to a condo for the weekend to play music and have fun with their boyfriends. <sighs> yep. Courtney's dreams are of her sister who is a, in a mental institution warning her of having sex and the dreams begin to spill into real life, threatening Courtney and her friends as they begin in, in experiencing an attrition... Problem. An attrition problem. Mm. Mm. Right, that's a that's a word that you don't hear every day. So, as a person who hasn't seen the first film, mm-hmm. it really does not give you. It doesn't hold your hand into any way of telling you what happened in the first film. There is no flashback. Yeah, there is nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no idea what was going on. Anyhow, yeah. we open organ music. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, uh, you know, that kind of... That very 80s organ synthy kind of, you know. Over the credits, there's like shots, you know, the, the, there's uh, shots of a girl asleep in a bed and uh-huh. there's credits going over that. We've so, got the exposed body parts, like all the not-so-naughty parts exposed and the naughty parts like covered by sheets. And that pans up and it shows the main girl of the film, whose name is Courtney, she's having a snooze. And then it goes into a dream sequence. And straight away, she is dreaming of sexy shirtless hunks (laughs) with a football. Like yeah, this is a this is a full on slow mo shirtless like shorty shorts. shorts. (laughs) And he's hunk throwing that pigskin, and he's giving a salacious canister. He's a Nazi poster boy. He really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then all of a sudden, the dream changes into oh. what we can only can dis- be described as a nightmare of what, at the time, I thought were shots from the first film. Um, so we get a whole bunch of sequences of, like, you know, people hiding, uh, rock and roll hillbilly, you know I mean? Uh, uh, rockabilly. Rockabilly boots walking along yeah. the ground. You get some shots of people dying. And I'm like, okay, this must be how they're showing the first film. No. No. This is just <laughs> shit that's going to happen in the film later on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's still set, tells you nothing. It's like concophony of bullshit. It is. Anyhow, cut to the... And then, um, does she wake up? Yeah, she she basically wakes up screaming. So we have a bit of a Nancy moment from Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, so this film is hard um, biting on oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. But yes. But it does have its own charm. Um, cut to the girl now, who is Courtney. Um, mm-hmm. At the time, I didn't know what her name was, so I put a note as girl. Cause, yes. And her mum at the breakfast table. It's breakfast time. They're making breakfast. They're having chit-chat breakfast chat. Yeah, it seems like it's a very sort of awkward kind of like the relationship seems a little strained. The mum's a bit like very distant kind of thing. And, you know, she's talking about like, oh, I heard you scream in the morning. And she's like, oh, just a nightmare. And then she's like, you know. Are you having nightmares again? It's, it's trauma. You're, you're having trauma because of your sister. Which it doesn't and- explain. 
It just says because no. of your sister. Yeah. And I'm like, what what's wrong with your sister? I haven't seen the first film. Yeah. Like, and good. And what happens in the first film? It's just a man that goes and kills people, isn't yes. it? At, at, a, at a slumber party. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's it. Um, so this film basically... Uh, I'm just going to sp- just ruin it for you now. This no, film- don't. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep it going. No. Oh, okay. So Courtney, uh, um, satisfied with her breakfast, goes to her room and pulls out a scrapbook. And I went, ooh, I hope it's an hour and a half of scrapbooking. Yeah, but she pulls it from under her mattress. Like, she's been hiding this from she's her She's been, mom. like, strumming herself this- to, like, newspaper <laughs> clippings. It's full of newspaper clippings about the first film. Yeah. I can only assume. It is. She but- opens it up and we get this uh, headline, Maniac Killer on the Loose. What do do? People she- getting killed. Yep. Another girl in a mental institution. Oh, how crazy. Who could it be? Anyhow, um, so we're only, because I know that the first film is this, we are, I assume that Courtney and her mum are picking up the pieces of the first film where and her sister, Courtney's sister, is in a mental institution because she survived the first film mm-hmm. or some shit. Later on they mention some weird. Anyhow. Yeah. Cut to later on in the, in the afternoon. Yep. I mean the morning. In and the morning. Courtney's off to school. Yep. Mum sees her off to school. She's um, like, have a good day, dear. Well, I'm walking to school. <laughs> she comes across a dead pigeon. <laughs> she does. So, yeah, she comes across a dead pigeon, which was a dead pigeon, which was in the, the first flashback montage. There's a dead pigeon on the ground. She stops. She looks down. She stares at it. Yep. The end. And I'm like, relevance to pigeon. There will be no more reference to pigeon in the rest of the film. No. There's a lot of red herrings. It is. Because this pigeon's like just this, it's a very white pigeon. I feel like they just killed an actual pigeon. Well, it it was a real pigeon. They had it frozen in the, like the, I don't know. It's like, we need a pigeon over here. Oh, we got one in the freezer. We got one in the, I used to uh, own snakes. I used to always have rats frozen in my freezer. It's terrifying. Yeah. I hate that. Anyhow, um, anyhow, she's just. Like gobsmacked, staring at this yeah. dead pigeon. Well, it's got a little shot on it, so it looks like it's been shot or something. There's a little bit of blood on it. No, it was dead. Maybe I, think it was I shot. saw some blood. I, I saw that. some red. Yeah, anyway. there was some red, but anyhow, a car pulls up next to her. Hong Kong, hey sister. <laughs> it's her friend, which I have called friend. Yep. I don't think she had a name in the whole film. She does have a name. Oh, she does. Her name is Amy. Amy. I'm just going to call her girlfriend. Yeah. So that's what I called her. Her friend or yep. friend. So later on, later on, she becomes crying girl. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, she is the worst. <laughs> um, and they, you know, they get in a car. They get, she gets in the car. Courtney gets in, and they start going off to school together. They start singing a song. Mm. You know, radio. Turn up the radio. Do, 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 do. Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure was this the song of the? Is it a killer singing this song? No, maybe this isn't. So this is the radio song, and she's. So it doesn't have reference later on in the film. No. Um, it's just a really cool song that they're listening to. Yeah, and they have this, we have this long, elongated scene of them just singing along to this song. And I'm like, okay, they're friends, I get it. Anyhow, yeah. they pull up to a, a stop site and pulls up behind them is Dream Hunk Matt. Oh. Who we find out was who she was dreaming about. Yes, yes. Um, pulls up beside them and he's like, hey, ladies. Hey, ladies. <laughs> um, and, yeah, they invite. And then they, he goes, what are you doing? And they're like, we're going to go to band practice. And I'm like, what? Yeah. At this point, I had no idea they were in a band. I'm like, because they don't look like they're in a band. They do not. No. And then he's like, we're going to go to band practice. Yeah. So you want to come, Matt? And Matt's like, you bet I do. He's like, you bet you're a sweet bippy I do. Because I don't care about your music, but I care about your tits. Pretty much that's exactly right. So he's just like, oh, we've got band practice. Be at my garage at 4 p.m. Doesn't give the address. 
no. I'm assuming they're all just floating around knowing where each other lives. Well, they probably all live near each other. Anyhow, cut to band practice. Yep. Yep. It's 80s as fuck. So they're all there. It's a girl band. Yep. Four four girls. We're introduced to Courtney is guitarist. Yes, Courtney is on the guitar, and she's backup vocals. Amy right. is on the bass. And that's cry, that's girlfriend. That's 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 cryface, uh, cryface friend. That's his friend. Yeah. We've got Sheila on vocals, and I think she's playing the guitar. And Sally is and the singer. Sally's the drummer. Oh. Yeah. It, Sally. Yeah. Sally's the drummer. She looks like a porn star. Yeah, one of them's like really modern looking. I think it's the friend. She doesn't look like she's supposed to be in there at all. She looks like a, a person from now, like the long straight long hair and stuff yeah. like that. I was like, hey, you look really out of place. Yeah. Anyhow, they're grooving away. It's an all girl band. It, it's pretty cool. It is really cool. I liked it. Yeah. I, I got to the end, I'm like, wow, you guys really wail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, um, uh, Hunk Matt, as oh. I've called him, he rocks up and he's like, cool. Yeah, and they're there and like, you know, Courtney's singing away and playing, they're making fuck eyes at each other like there's no But tomorrow. also the other girl who's like, like in air quotes, like the loose girl. Uh, <laughs> Sheila. Sheila. She's like making eyes at me and I thought there was going to be a bit of controversy. Yeah, well but Sheila's making eyes at everyone. She's making eyes at Sally at one point. Yeah, like, she's making eyes at like, you know, anything. A anything post. that'll move, she yeah. will Anything fuck. she can fit up her. <laughs> Even if she can't fit it up her. <laughs> She'll give it a sweet try. She'll give it a red hot poker go. Hey. Anyhow, um, anyhow, they finish practicing. Courtney walks off with Hunk Matt, who can mm-hmm. only assume that she's not with it this time. They are not together. She's like crushing hard because um, Amy was saying in an early conversation, it's like you haven't been with anyone since like junior high. Yeah, exactly. Because like you know, you trauma. Just because your sisters, friends, and everyone around you got killed and murdered, and then. You know, just keep having dreams of your sister telling you not to have not to have sex, (laughs) because sex brings on badness. It's true. It's like they've taken that you know, like in horror movies, like if you have sex, you die. They've taken that to extreme on here that it's like that is the reason you die. Yeah. Anyhow, Courtney, um, she invites Matt to Sheila's parents' condo Mm -hmm. for. A weekend because yeah. Sheila's parents aren't there. It's like a, a condo that you know they've just bought, and it's part of a, a new housing project, which yeah. is you know kind of half finished. And she's like, "We're gonna go up there and practice our band and get fucking loose and shit. You're gonna come <laughs> up and you know rip my vagina apart. <laughs> they gonna get loosey goosey. Yeah, and uh, then they have a kiss. Yep, <laughs> they do. Yeah, it's really just the the kissing in this film is terrible. Yeah, I hate it. Um, and that's it. End of scene. Done. Yep. Uh, then we cut to Courtney having dinner with her mum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can keep yep. going. <laughs> I will keep going. So, yeah, they, they, they're sort of sitting in silence again. She's picking at her food. And then Court, Courtney tries to broach the subject to her mum. It's like, oh, so Sheila and the girls. And just as she's saying that, her mum cuts her off. And she's like, oh, we should go visit your sister Valerie this weekend. You know, the one in the... In the... The cookie clock goes off. <laughs> Um, you know, so, and then of course, like Courtney just immediately shuts down. She's just like, oh, I don't really, but the, the, the girls. But the girls. And that scene just cuts. And then it, Courtney's clearing the next scene, jumps to Courtney clearing off the table. Um, she's got some plates. She drops the plate on the floor and she basically starts to cry. Her sure. mom comes over to her and I'm pretty certain this is part like 
teenage manipulation. Yeah. You know, she's like, I'm just like, oh, my friends, it's my birthday this weekend. And like, my friends are going. She's like, oh, my God, I forgot your birthday. Yeah, I'm more, I'm more interested in, I'm, like, in the crazy. I'm so tied up in your sister's mental uh, situation that I didn't realize it was your birthday. I'm a terrible mother. So she basically cries and gets her mom to, to agree to let her go for the weekend. All right, done. That's easy. Cut to Courtney now um, on in her bedroom, choking on the phone to hunky Matt. And oh. oh, my God, when it cuts to Matt, I have a picture in here that I'm going I've to... I've posted that picture on our socials. I paused this because it was like... So hunky Matt's bedroom looks like an 80s um, businessman's apartment, but it's lit with purple, pink, pink, purple, and blue lighting. Yep. He has like, there's like, you know, there's those, uh, you can see palm trees lit from the background. There's like skew whiff posters all over the wall of dudes playing football uh-huh. and like the San Francisco gate uh, bridge and stuff. He's sitting there with no shirt, short shorts, on the phone under a pink light, looking like the set of a gay porn. Like Pretty much. I'm pretty certain that after this scene, they just took the cover off the casting couch and just brought some yeah. guys in. Also, the floor is black and white checkerboard, which, which is amazing, which is I always like, like the grossest thing. It's like the most, I was like, oh, my God, and just took a photo and sent it to Jen. You're like, what is this? I'm like, it's from the film. Yeah, I didn't even recognize it when you sent it to me. I'm like, what the fuck? I want to be around this. But, yeah, no, that's fine. Anyhow, they talk to each other on the phone, and they say absolutely nothing to each other. Yeah, no, it's like, oh, I'm, I really miss you. Yeah. I, I really mean, miss you too. I only saw you like three hours ago. And then we get this like banging on the wall. It's like, it's almost 11.30. Go to bed. You got to go to bed. Classic mum. Classic idiot. Um, so, you know, they, they say their good nights. Courtney hangs up the phone and she uh, she settles in to go to sleep and uh, starts to dream of a sexy uh, slow moment. Hunky Matt again, throwing the footy around, glistening with... Sweat, gonna spray sweat all over her from his, <laughs> from his skunk glands that we all know Matt's got. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, once again, but as it usual, starts to change. Can't. We and we get these snippets of uh, boots. Boots again. We, Hands getting chopped off. Yep. Someone falling out of a fridge. A hallway. Making out. It's it's basically just like sex and murder. Yeah, it's a concophony of like what's what what we've got installed to come mm. or what we've got installed to come in the last six minutes of the film. <laughs> uh, she's startled awake again. She kind of just like, oh, God, not again. She pulls out her cassette player and uh, starts reading a magazine. She is not going to sleep tonight. Like Freddie? Like, there, but there's no reason so far for her not to go to sleep. She just decides to not. No, she's just having a bad dream. Yeah. You know, um, then we go... Well, she does go to sleep. Yeah. Because then she has another dream. Yes. And we've got her institutionalized sister warning her not to go to the the party condo, the house on the weekend. Don't yep. go to the slumber party. Don't yeah. do it. Anyhow. Yeah. So she's running through this this uh, sort of neon red. Dreamscape. Dr- um, Fog-filled hallway and she's screaming. We get, again, we get the, these, the biker boots um, kind of thing. We get. This continuous shot just reappears throughout every sequence, and it's just like some guy shredding on a guitar. Um, <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> and then we get uh, Valerie hiding under the bed. Valerie? Is it Valerie or is it Courtney? Courtney's the main girl, yeah. Yeah. Um, Valerie may be her sister. No, I think it is Valerie. Valerie's hiding under the bed in the mental institution. And then we get this rock and roll never dies, and then drilled through the chest. 
Right, so the main girl's name's Courtney, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, she's so Valerie's dreaming, the sister. Yeah, she's yeah. dreaming of her sister. So yeah. her sister's just uh, been killed in her dream. And uh, that's that's the end of that chapter. And basically wakes her up. Yep. Wake, she wakes in front. Yep. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God, another dream, another bad dream. Well, I hope these dreams don't eventuate into anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sign of good things to come. Um, so we cut to the next day. Courtney and the girls are heading off on the road trip. Mum seems a little bit worried. She's like, mm, you seem a little bit tired, a little bit peaked, a little bit, uh, you look like crap, basically. You look like a teenager. Are you sure you want to go? She's like, yeah, Ma, I'm fine. It's okay. I'm fine. We're going out. Going out with the girls. Um, so they all jump in the car and they head off and we get this really cool rockabilly driving yeah, montage. Yeah. We're going to roll yeah. And then we get some girls, uh, you know, like girl talk. You know? Yeah, a lot of girl talk and it's like, like, good times on the slumber party weekend. Yeah, they're like, what would you fuck? I'd fuck that pole. I'd fuck that pole. Look at that thing. I'd fuck that. Oh, that puddle of mud. Oh, I fucked that. Yeah, puddle of mud. <laughs> Slap it on and at me. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so yeah, we, we get this and we see, um, Sally's in the back seat and she's reading a bit of a sexy book called Hot, Wet and Wild. Yeah. Tyler, she goes, I swapped it from under my brother's mattress. I'm like, what were you looking what under your you brother's doing mattress in your brother's for? Room? Looking up for? Looking for dried cum? <laughs> Gross. Uh, so there's, there's, there's also, they go, and they're like, two nights with no parents. Yeah. 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 Two nights with no parents. You guys are like, I think they said they're 17. Yeah, so uh, Courtney. Then again, a- 21 is the age of drinking. That's, so that's a fair, that's fairly underage drinking. Yeah. Anyhow. In America. In, 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 in America. It's even underage here still. Yes, it is. It's a bit weird. Barely, t- barely, but yeah. And then we. um. So Courtney's in the front seat and you Sally and Sheila are in the back seat fighting over this book and Courtney's starting to, you know, you can see her just starting to, to drift zone off. Zone out. Into a sleep. And or we a get daydream. Yes. Once again, we get a, a bathtub with blood in it. Mo- yeah, some, um, more, some more weird montage. Some more making out. Again, we get like... A greaser this- with a guitar. Yep. Oh, I called him... What did you call the killer? I think I just... I called him Leather Man. Nice. I called him Leather Guitar Player, and then I think I just referred to him as many different things throughout yeah. the... Yeah, I called him Leather Man the whole time, because I was like, it's a man dressed in all black leather. That's I didn't know fine. what to call him. <laughs> Uh, yep. I called him Greaser at first, but my auto, like my listening app, wouldn't didn't wouldn't like that word. It. So it liked Leather Man. You need a better app then. Yeah, and there's more visuals like blood and gore, people kissing, yeah. an institutionalized room, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more just of just the weird same. dream sequence. But yeah, a lot of the same footage. So they're, they're clearly on a budget here. And I've written in like my notes. These montages are for no reason. Yeah. Because like we've had one, and I understand that, but this is like, we get it. We get it. She has, like, daydream monster. She's having some nightmares. Um, so we cut to Courtney wakes up. The girls are at, now at a supermarket and... Yeah, um, truck stoppy kind of vibe. Yeah, it's like a truck. It's like a quick stop or Diner, something. Diner, you know, on the road. Yeah. Out so in the middle of they've Arizona. Gone out. Um, Sally's in the back seat with her and she's like, oh, are you okay? And we get this... Um, it's still a nightmare sequence. So Valerie um, comes running up to the car window... And her throat is slit. Also, she's got blood all over her. I didn't know that was one of the girls. I just wrote random girl. Yeah, no, it was it was Valerie, and she kind of she then she actually wakes up and she just starts to sort of, oh, Valerie's gone. But there's also a quick shot of Leatherman just spinning on his bum. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So you can imagine he's sitting on his bum with his legs in the air, just spinning around, going woohoo. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Leatherman, maybe the best. He's actually his name's Driller Killer. Yeah. But I don't like that name. You don't like that name? I like Leatherman. Leatherman's pretty crazy like I'm. I'm Leatherman. I'm Leatherman. <laughs> Anyhow, um, if you just... Uh, if, we were getting to describe him because we've seen him now. He's like... He's a total greaser. Yeah. He looks like he's totally out of Greece. He looks like yeah. the main John Travolta character from Greece. Yeah. He's got full leather pants, leather jacket. But the thing that sets him apart is he's got little leather tassels. Yeah, he's got the he's got the sort of like if I was a, a musician. Rock and roll tassels. Yeah, he's got the yeah, it's he could fly. He's got like the uh he's got the black greaser hair. He's yep, got the you know, nice the little... little pompadour. He's he's kind of a handsome I man he was when wicked. he's when he's not and being And he's wearing weird. like black eyeliner as yeah. well to make him kind of sinister. It's very 80s. I liked it. Yeah. I liked he's He's donning has it showed him donning his guitar yet? We've seen bits of him. We've just seen close-ups of like shredding on the guitar, but we've not seen him. Okay. So he also the there's a guitar. So it's very he's a very music-based um, this dream is a very music-based, yeah, dream entity, sure. Um, the guitar, when we... Do it, we'll get into it. We'll get into it's that. Fucking sick. Um, um, yeah, so he's just spinning on his bum, yeah. doing a bit of a breakdance move. Like, for, it's like a second, and that's it. I'm okay. He laughs a lot. He's got a very distinctive laugh, which I use a fair lot in the film, yeah. actually. It's uh, almost the... It, basically, the, the best way to describe it is it's almost akin to the laugh at the beginning of the Beach Boys Wipeout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Courtney, as I said, this is a hallucination. Courtney wakes up, she's like, oh, shit, another one. And this is the point where I was like, is this guy, is this like a, a Freddy montage? So he's like attacking her in her dreams, but he's attacking her in her daydreams. Mm-hmm. So not just her sleep dreams, but her daydreams as well. So No dream is a safe dream. But there is no relevance of it yet of why he is at all existing. No. Like, why? Why is he in these dreams? Let's nope. let's find out will, later on. Well, let's find out together. Or will we? <laughs> no. The girls rock up at the house. Yeah. So, they, yeah, they're driving through this neighborhood. It's very much like the sort of the neighborhood from Poltergeist. Yeah. It's still being built. There's very few people actually living there. So it's very quiet. Yeah, yeah. Which so is, there's like, it's like a lot of display homes. It's a, yeah. it's a full new um, housing estate that's being built, which they used to do in the 80s, like in like Arug places and build a whole housing estate, get people in there and start a community, I suppose. Yep. And these are all rich houses. These are quite big. Yeah. They've yep. all got like pools and shit like that. But no one's there. No. It's weird. Anyhow. Yep. The condo is pretty cool. So they're rocked up in the condo. They're inside. It's still not being unpacked. So there is some furniture, but there's it's kind of, for the most part, pretty empty. Some boxes everywhere hmm. kind of thing. But it is very 80s. And it's like, I, straight away I thought, I wonder if they did it in this place because they just had access to this empty house that they knew they could fuck up. I would say so, yeah. Yeah, because in America, you know, like housing is like, in that time, it was like cheap as shit. And yeah. that might have been an abandoned whole um like a state, you yeah. know, how like the money just fell out halfway through with them, they just left them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, which is like a perfect place to make a film because you've got enough houses around and stuff like that, and you can fuck them up and no one cares. Like, exactly. And like, I mean, the majority, like the whole end half of this film is just in a building site. Yeah. Which yeah. It's kind of annoying. Um, so they yeah. go into one of the rooms, and what's in the bed? Oh, a blow up doll. And they're like, oh man, my pervert brother must have been here. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And as soon as she says, my pervert brother being here, one of the girls pulls down the sheets and looks at the the the, the doll's vagina to see. And I'm like, what are you looking for? Dried Just cum? Dried cum. That's uh, boogers and cum. Ooh. Um, yep. Yeah. 
So right. that's 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 lovely. That's nice. We we get a very uh, pretty picture of Sheila's family. So they all seem to be a bit uh, perverted and gross. Yeah, or some bit. shit. And um, cut to the night. They're fucking smashing the champagne. Well, yeah, we get this really f- fun scene of Sheila rocking up to like a cupboard and she's like trying to pick the lock and they're like, what are you doing? She's like, well, some people have wine cellars. My dad has a booze closet. I'm like, <laughs> white trash. Am I, ev- doesn't everyone have a place where you just keep booze? And you have to lock it up because all your bloody family are growth cunts. It's true. But this is more like, I mean, usually you'd have like a nice cabinet. Yeah. This is like an actual linen closet that's been transferred into just booze storage. Booze. Yep. And they um, they don't even drink booze. They Well, they do. They just get out champagne. They're just <gasps> into the champagne. That is the champagne. Or the sparkling wine, as it's called here. Mm, mm. And not, not only that, they also mix it with, the, the, you know, champagne's perfect, you know, thing to, you know, to eat it with. Dagwood dogs. Yep. So, yeah. So they basically, like, they're having a snack picnic. And this is your typical slumber party snack picnic. So champagne you, and Dagwood dogs. Is that what you grew up doing? Dagwood dogs. There's, like, peanut butter jars open. There's chocolates. There's chips. There's basically everything that has immediately made me shit my pants thinking about it. Yeah. You've already died. <laughs> kind of thing. So they're, you know. It's actually, I wrote, this is my dream night. Champagne and Dagwood dogs. Yeah, pretty much. Not the champagne. I'll swap out champagne for They did say it was fine French champagne, though. So if it was nice champagne, it'd be a kind of fun night. Stupid <laughs> night. But uh, uh, these yeah. girls haven't drank before, it seems like. They, uh, I don't think they've drunk champagne before because champagne hits different. Oh, yeah, doesn't it's it? It's a bit different to the wine coolers or whatever, the cheap beer that they would probably be drinking. The Saint-Tropez or the uh, West Coast coolers? Yep. <laughs> uh, so they start dancing. Yep, they're they like, chuck on the TV and they're listening. They've chucked on Rock and Roll High School. Oh, was it? Yeah. Uh, and they're like, oh, I love this song. And we get this very long sequence of them just dancing. Ding, ding, ding. So they're dancing, they're dancing, they're dancing, and it just keeps going. They are having fun. They're yep. drinking champagne out the bottle, which would smash your teeth when you did that. Oh, yeah, no. Um, and then they start just, like, real sexy dancing. Yeah, it got real and like real, real sexy real quick. Like, yeah, they start... And, like, this, and like, I said to myself, who are they dancing to or for? There's no guys here. They're yeah. just looking at each other. And then, like, what? Sheila's just horny all the time. But they, a lot of them start sexy dancing. Yeah. Anyhow, they start sexy dancing, as in, like, you know, seductively, like, yeah. rubbing their bodies. And I'm like, okay. But then all of a sudden, wah, 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 <laughs> the guys rock up. Yeah. So two boys. Two guys who up. have not been in the film yet. No. Uh, basically, they one of them is very straight-laced. Oh, because the boys are supposed to be coming the next night. Yes. They mentioned that a couple of they times. They rock up and they're like, oh, do you think they'd be mad that we're here a night early? Uh, so we're introduced to Jeff, who is very straight-laced. He's, he's a very lovely boy. I didn't boy. know his name for a yep. while. I just called him Hunk. Yep. Because the other guy is Matt Hunk, who's in the dreams. Yes. And we are introduced to what you have referred to him Poor as... Poor man's Justin Long. I've referred to him as Stoner Justin Long because you oh. are very correct. Yeah, he I wrote shit look- Justin Long. So, you know, if, for those who don't know who Justin Long is, he's an actor. Yeah. He's a guy in like Die Hard 4. You Dodgeball. Know, the, do, yeah, the, you'd know him. Yeah. So, just imagine him and it's exactly that him. Except he's like wears tie-dye t-shirts and he's like, yo, bro. He is. He's like... Yeah, guys, it's funny. He's like the prankster slash, like, you know, uh, dirtbag hippie dropout. But he's not a hippie. He's just a he's just a free spirit. He is essentially Keanu Reeves as is it Bill or is he Ted? He's basically Bill and or Ted. Yeah, like amalgamized into he's, one character. Yeah, they like Bill and Ted must have been char- uh, popular, and they just want a character like that. 
for people to laugh, but he's not really lovable. He's a bit of a he's dickhead. A bit of a dickhead, yeah. Anyhow, they've rocked up. Yeah. They're knocking on the door, but obviously the music is too loud. So the girls don't hear them. and But they look through the window and they see Sheila pole dancing against a lamp. And then, um, no, Sheila just decides to take her top off. She does. So she- Sheila gets out her jubblies yep. and just starts dancing. I got really mad because at one point as well, she starts spraying the champagne everywhere. And I'm like, this is a new home. That is new carpet. Yeah. You are being so irresponsible. Just wait till your dad gets home. He won't care. He's rich. He, and he yep, probably exactly. got, you know, he doesn't know what's going I on. I mean, shine a black light on it and it'll probably tell a different story. Indeed. Um, and then we also get like... I think Courtney was about to get her jugs out and she just didn't. Sally. So Sally was about to get her titties out, but the actress who plays Sally, I think she was a Playboy playmate at one point. So she basically... I I get paid for this shit. Anytime she was in a movie, and I think she's done a couple of movies prior to this, they always made her naked. And she was just like, I don't want to be known as the naked girl. So she was just like flatly refused, no, I'm not going to get naked. So she doesn't... So just one girl out of these four girls decides to get a boobs out yeah, and she's just dances just like, I'm around. Do it. I'll do it. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. And so they start, they start having pillow fights. Meanwhile, wah, 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 <laughs> the boys are looking in the window, uh-huh. watching the girls. Yep. So they're, you know, they're having a, we get this like weird sort of uh, dance sequence as if they were sort of copying the dancing from uh, what's that movie where the kids are in detention? Uh, Breakfast Club. Thank you. Yep. So they're, they're, they're doing their, like... It's like a montage of, yeah. like, long, elongated dancing with tits out. I'm, a, I'm kind of okay. I've never once been to a slumber party that has ended, like, in a pillow fight with the feathers or the... Yeah, any, so they start anything. pillow fighting. All these feathers start coming out. But they're wet with champagne and they've got no trouble. And so the girl's like, oh, feathers stick to her boobs? And I'm like, ugh. She's been champagned and feathered. Yeah, I'm not a furry. <laughs> oh, God. No. Um. So, yeah, so... The boys at this point are like, okay, well, let's just see if they've locked the back door and they're heading around, round back. Um, so they hear a sound, the girls, obviously the music finishes, they've all sat down, they're tired, they're exhausted and covered in feathers and champagne and they hear a sound. No. And they're like, oh, what's that? What is that? And so I think Sheila goes off to investigate and the boys jump out and terrify her. Yeah, like one of them makes out he's been stabbed. And he yeah. falls out and then ju- a shit Justin Long grabs one of them from behind, which is his girlfriend. He, yeah, he basically just grabs Sh- Sheila. Sheila is his girlfriend. And just starts kind of dry humping her on the floor. Because and she's all like, oh, I'm getting dry humped. She doesn't care at all. <laughs> she's, she's okay with she's it. She's like, this is how we do things. That's, this is how we do it. Um, <laughs> and then that's it. Yep. They cut and then like cut to them asleep at night. They've yep. all got their bedrooms. They've paired up or whatever. So we get um, two girls asleep in bed, which is Courtney and... Courtney and Sally are sharing a bed. And basically all you can hear in the background is just fucking. Like Sheila just, and like, Justin shit Long. Justin Long. And I called her tits out, girl, because <laughs> I didn't know her name at that point. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. So we all we can hear is just them going at it in the next room. And keeping the girls awake. She kind of just sort of Courtney rolls over to Sally. She's like, are they like this all the time? And she's just like, oh, God, the more they do it, the louder they get. So, you know, we get this uh, Courtney's now. Why talking. does she know that? I, <laughs> I kind of, The way that Sa- Sally and Sheila have looked at each other and kind of interacted a few times, I'm like, I'm pretty certain she's been in on it. Mm. And there is nothing wrong with that. Anyhow, Courtney goes to sleep and she starts dreaming of, you know, hunk Matt again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hunky Matt with his. Bloody football. Maybe she just likes the football. Maybe. Bit of pigskin. Yeah. Um, you know, hunky Matt, 
Yeah. So they oh, start. No, no, she, she has a dream. She's in bed with him. Yeah. So they start making out. So hunky Matt is this. Yeah. yeah. Suddenly in bed with her. They start making out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of a sudden, Matt turns into Leatherman. Leatherman, and he just turns around and he's just like, "I just want to make love to you." Yeah. Like and- you want me to. <laughs> So, yeah, he's all like, come on, baby, come on, you want me. Yeah. It's like not Elvis like that, but, yeah, he's got uh, he's got a weird kind of vibe to him. He's yeah. He's very cool. Pretty much. And she, so she tries to escape. She runs out the room and is immediately, um, he grabs her immediately. So he's kind of, we get this sense that he's not chased her out of the room. He's just on the other yeah, side. Yeah, he's got the Jason power where he can just appear in front of he's people. He's everywhere. Yeah, so, um, you know, okay, he's kind of, and then again, he's in a dream. He's a dream mm-hmm. entity. So you're like, okay, cool. Um. And then, like, kind of, he grabs he grabs Courtney, and, and she kind of wakes up, and she's on the kitchen floor. Yeah, in the middle of like, the kitchen floor, like screaming. Ah. Yeah, she she kind of starts like weeping on the kitchen floor, and then we cut to poolside. Instantly poolside, and she's completely fine. The mm-hmm. next day, they're having brekkie. Yep, and she's just like, I love being at the pool with my <laughs> friend. Uh, so Amy comes over, and she's. You know, she's like, oh, how you doing? She's like, oh, it's like, I feel terrible. She's like, oh, yeah, probably it's a the same. They're all in bikinis. Yeah. It's a nice day. They're at the pool. The pool, for some reason, is in pristine condition, yeah. even though there's no one living there. Yep. Um, must have got the creepy crawly out before, like, the <laughs> night before and just put it on. I'm pretty certain it's just in Roger Corman's house. Oh, yeah, yeah. At this point. And, uh, yeah, and uh, so, so we're, it's kind of like, you know, they're set up for a day by the pool. Yep. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, Amy's like, are you, you know... It's a hangover. Like, we're all a little bit hungover today. She's like, oh, I've never felt a hangover like this. You never drink French champagne like that. That's right. Um, it can do th- weird things to you. <laughs> I woke up pregnant. <laughs> um, so she starts to, Courtney starts telling her about the nightmares that she's been having. And Amy sort of slightly seems concerned, but then immediately just kind of fobs it off. She's and like, the, with the rest of the gang rock up and like, yeah. shit, Justin Long just jumps in with the block doll into the pool, you know, just mixing up the, the jizz. Yep. Like swimming in the jizz. Swimming in the jizz. <laughs> That's a new Lonely Island. Set. It was a rock set song. It was I'm pretty hit. certain, yeah. Um, so Courtney starts talking about having a headache. Like she's just, she's really not feeling it. She's tired. She's stressed. It's bad. And uh, shit, Justin Long, he's like, yo, I can fix that. Let me give you a back massage. So he starts like massaging her back. and then He stands of- her up and so the, right, stands her up and gives her yep. a stand-up massage, which everyone knows is the most relaxing way to have a massage, standing. Yep. Um, Even though she was laying down a yeah. second ago. You know, whatever. And he kind of just grabs her a little bit and we have this like weird sequence of her like, I don't know, he's just being weird. Handy. And he- He's being very handy, and he ends up just pushing her into the pool. Yeah, so his whole plan was just to push her into the pool because, you yeah. know, that'll wake you guys. This will get rid of your hangover, which is true. It probably would, actually. Yeah, once you've thrown up all through and the pool. And then she, she just decides to sit on the bottom of the pool and have another dream montage, an yeah. underwater montage. Yeah, and this we get the same shots of um, the shredding guitar and the... Um, Leatherman shot yeah. flashes. But, but now they're all underwater. So they've got this underwater sort of filter over them. Yep. So it's like all the bubbles coming up. It's like, oh, now he's in the water. Um, sure, why not? Yep. This is like, not much is happening in this film. No. So far. Um, so, you know, at this point, they're like, I don't think she's coming back up. Jeff immediately jumps in the pool and pulls her out. And we cut to Sally. Sally is now standing over Courtney, who has just woken up on the couch. Um, yeah, yeah, what happened there? Like, just suddenly That's she was... it. They just pulled her out of the pool and they must have taken her inside. 
Yeah, um, yeah. So there's a bit of weird editing there. Yeah. And then so Sally's she, like, oh, are you okay? Like, you've slept for a little bit and, you know. And she's up kind of happy now? Yeah. So she's like, so she's had a bit of a sleep. She must have, like, been a little bit more relaxed. And Sally immediately sits down and starts talking about, she's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm not feeling good either. Like, I'm getting a pimple. And she bangs on about this fucking pimple for a good two minutes. She doesn't have a pimple either. She does not have a pimple. No. She's like, it's, no. it's coming up. I can feel it. It's just, it's there. It's... This is unnecessary conversation. Yeah, I wrote this shot was for no reason. No reason. It is kind of foreshadowing something that happens later, but yes. it's, like, it's done in it. It just seemed like it was tacked on. Yeah. Um, at the time, I was like, why was that even in there? Yeah. Yeah. No. So she's like, come on, the guys are serving lunch down the, by the pool. Let's go out, have some lunch. Let's mm-hmm. go back to the pool. And she, Courtney's like, oh, the guys are serving lunch? Okay. Um, so Sheila's down by the pool. She's now reading Hot, Wet and Wild. And shit, Justin Long, he's like, whoa. Reading a sexy man. I'm surprised that novel. he knows how to read. Yeah, I, I didn't think he did. No. And they're um, all in their burgers. Yep. Courtney picks up her manwich and it has a severed hand in it. Yeah, her burger. Instead of a patty, there is a hand. And she's like, what? Fuck. She screams. She drops it. Yep. And they're like, oh, what's wrong? She's like, oh, my burger's a little weird. And she's like, have this chicken burger instead. And she's like, okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, like her hands are covered in blood and she's just trying to like not sort of indicate that there is anything wrong at all. So she's like going crazy. Or is she going sex crazy? Because she wants to have sex and there's a sex entity. Maybe. Maybe. Um, Then we just have a hard cut and all the girls are playing band now. Yeah, band practice. Band practice is what we're here for. Let's fucking hit it. And it's another really like funky, cool, very 80s song. Um, Overlaid. But overlaid to, you know, shit Justin Long in the pool. Uh, Um, Washing cars. Yep. Amy and Jeff are having a car wash outside. We all know it's sexy. You know. Yeah, Uh, sure. And like Courtney looking at a photo of Matt. (laughs) Yeah, she's just, just kind like of laying the on the couch and she's like looking at it. I love the photo of Matt. It's <laughs> like, I don't care about real Matt. I like photo Matt. And yeah, um, she's still pining over this Matt character who at this point hasn't really been in the film apart from that like... That one scene. That one that scene. But he was scenes. supposed to be coming the next day anyway. Yeah. Because it was it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, Courtney, um, Courtney decides to go to the fridge to make get a snack or something and a fucking frozen chicken jumps out and attacks her. <laughs> yep. It's, so, it's, so good. it's just a puppet of this like headless chicken that's like spurting some blood and it's just like attacked her. Yeah, it's got, um, it kind of, kind of looks it. like the face hugger. Yeah, it's kind but of a chicken. It's, it's on a chest. She's yeah. like, kind of holding on there. It's like, reminded me of a uh, the Clive Barker book where a turkey does that. Okay. <laughs> um, so Amy and I think Jeff come running in to. No, she runs out and goes, oh, she, yeah. Guys, guys, there's an attack chicken. And they're like, okay, let's go Something's in and see. attacked me in the kitchen, yeah. And they see that it's just a normal chicken It's on a frozen the chicken wrapped up in plastic and they're like, is this the offending bird? I, like, I kind of like that they were kind of joking about it and like okay with it. Jeff immediately starts picking up everything off the floor and putting it in a bin. Because he's like, oh my God, there's a mess here, guys. I'm pretty certain I've said so many times in my notes, like, this Jeff is just a really nice boy. Yeah, they should all, like, hey, whoever, who's her, who's her boyfriend? I mean, who's... Who's his girlfriend? I think it's Amy. Amy. Him and Amy are kind of like... Amy, the drummer? No, Amy is the bassist who has got the long blonde hair. Oh, yeah. She's the, one, the very modern looking girl who doesn't yeah. look like she's supposed to be in the film. We also get this really unnecessary... Um, cut to the singer. Cut to a Sheila. Sheila working so on Sheila, lyrics? She, no, Sheila's by the pool with shit Justin Long and he's reading. And he's just like, he grabbed... Her supple breast and... He's reading out of the sexy book, yeah. so yeah. he basically reads a paragraph and he's like, 
you in the mood yet? She's like, uh, no. And he's like, she grabbed his supple dick. And he's like, you in the mood yet? <laughs> She's just like, yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Well, actually, you use the word throbbing rod. It's like, <laughs> yeah, so these are... Yeah, then we cut to Sally. She's, Sally's on the couch. She's she's writing lyrics. Yeah, she's and she's got on. like this weird pimple cream on now. She's she's just she's like got been the, putting three like bits of Clearasil <laughs> on because she's obsessed that she's got a pimple. Yep. And yeah, and that's it. And then Courtney's like, you know what I need? A bath. I do. Because you know what you do when you're hanging out with all your friends in a house? You go have a have hot bath. A bath? Yeah. I wouldn't. I think I would. I would go days without showering when I was, uh, you know, with mates hanging at shacks and stuff. Because I was like, I don't want to have it. I don't want to get naked around people and deal I with that. I think it's more of a like, I wouldn't trust these people. Yeah, I wouldn't. Especially even. if there was no door lock. No. And now all of a sudden the bath tap comes on and blood starts pouring out of the tap and mm-hmm, the, the mm-hmm. bath is filling up with blood. Courtney runs out of the bathroom, slams the door behind her. Blood pours out from underneath the the bathroom door. <laughs> The blood looks pretty good. Heaps of the blood look crap in this film. Mm-hmm. It looked mm-hmm. like fluoro, like red, like not blood. Or it was very black, yeah. I found. Or they had bits like where characters were wearing like dark outfits and it was still bright red on dark. And I'm like, that's not how blood works. doesn't yeah. matter. It's anyway. Old. My old horror films used to be like that as well. <laughs> if we couldn't see the blood on something, we just found a color that would work. Yeah, that's fine. Because you have to see all the blood. Yeah. So she runs out of the room. She goes to get Sally and she's like, oh, my God, the fucking something's happening in the bathroom. you got to come quick. Um, Sally goes running into the bathroom with her and like, all she can see is the bath is that, overflowing. that Courtney has overflowed the bath and the floor is... is and Courtney's like, uh, uh, yeah, I couldn't turn off the bath, so I didn't know what to do. Yeah, the taps wouldn't turn off, but you've come in here with your strong drumming hands and turned the tap off. Thank you. So is it Sally now? Is it, is it Sally in the room? Yeah, so Sally's in the bathroom so with So Sally her. turns around and then all of a sudden her little pimple yeah. is like quite big. It's like the size of probably a golf ball. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And it pops. Yep. So it's, it's really cool though because like... And it cuts, yeah, it, in between cuts it just gets bigger like between like yeah. Courtney's face looking at it, cuts back and then it's her whole side of her <laughs> whole fucking face and then it pops. It just bursts and it's just like... Yeah, a fountain of pus just hits into Courtney's face. And I thought that was heaps fun. Oh, it was so good. That that right there is pure Corman because Roger Corman produced this film, so a lot of people didn't know that, which is where a lot of this really ridiculous... Who's, what does Corman do usually? So? Roger Corman does a lot of B-grade uh, It reminds me of heaps of trauma. Yep, 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 that's fair. Um, it's it's a really cool scene. I'll probably like. And then, that. I'm pretty sure I, I I didn't. But all of a sudden, the people run in because something's going on wrong, and Matt's there. No, she goes running downstairs. Yeah, Matt's now rocked up, so she goes running downstairs directly into Matt's arms. She's freaking out. But um, like, we didn't see Matt rock up. He's just no, there. He's just there. And she's like, Sally's dead. Sally's dead. Sally's dead. Sally's dead. Sally's it wasn't like a scene of Matt arriving. No. He is just, he's just there. He's there. There is no scene of him rocking up. No. There is no scene of it even being... He's, he's just there. He's literally just walked through the door. Because at first I thought he was the other hunk. And I was yeah. like, hang on, what's going on? Why is she kissing that guy now? Because they look very similar. They, they kind of do. Yeah. What's the other hunk's name? Jeff. Jeff and Matt look basically exactly the same. Pretty much. So I, at this point, I didn't even know. Well, I'm like, why is she hugging that other guy? <laughs> no, it's Matt. So the boys go and check out the bathroom. There's nothing there. Like, there's nothing in the bathtub. Nothing at all. It's they fine. start arguing. 
Um, Jeff seems to have some genuine concern. Yeah, all three boys are in the bathroom by themselves. Yeah. They're like, what the fuck's going on with your stupid girlfriend? Shit, Justin Long is being shit and be like, you know, they're kind of accusing him of like, have you given her any of your drugs? Um, he's like, nah, your girlfriend's just cooked for yeah. no drug reason. She's cooked, man. Like, and then they say at this point, like, that means, like, you know, oh, no, no. Yeah. Uh, Courtney's, yeah. Then it comes to Courtney. Yeah, she's in the kitchen. Everyone's down there now. Um, they don't believe her. They're trying their best to be very supportive, but and they she really don't believe her. And she starts saying, there's some dude here. Yeah, he's there's in the killer. house somewhere. There's some guy, some guy, yeah. killer man, guy man with a guitar <laughs> and spins on his bum. <laughs> yep, and shit, Justin Long's being shit and he just basically, he doesn't believe her. He's sort of the voice of, I don't believe you, you're nuts, fuck you, and he needs a punch in the dick real Real hard. Yeah. Is my opinion. Um, but then they realise, like, so that Sally, after this pimple exploding episode, they're like, where is she? Yeah. Like, because well, where, where is she gone? And then they suddenly, the trash compactor starts making a noise. And they're like, did you turn on the trash compactor? Oh, I didn't. I didn't. It. And they're like, uh-oh. <laughs> and for some reason, that's the thing that makes them think. Yeah. That someone's been in the... That's the turning point for them. They're like, uh-oh. Yep. And then all of a sudden... Courtney just immediately passes out. No, they do a weird thing. Like, So they're like, shit, there's someone in the trash compactor. And everyone duck and covers. <laughs> like, they all jump onto the ground as if there's a bomb threat. What happens when you hear a body in a trash compactor? Duck, duck and-, and cover. Exactly. Roll. <laughs> yeah, duck. Uh, tuck, duck, and roll. Yeah, tuck, duck, and roll. I don't know why they do that. Then there's a hard cut and the cops are at the house. So they've yep. obviously called the cop. There's two cops there. They're swarmy, uh, you know, like sarcastic cops. Yeah, they're not they're very like, what nice are you cops. fucking kids doing here? Yep. And um, then there's nothing wrong. He's like standing there. He's like, so what you're saying is you think she's in the trash compactor, but you're too afraid to look. Yep. 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 That's pretty much it. Um, so at this point, they the cops are kind of berating them. They're like, "You're just being stupid kids. You're, yeah, wasting, you're wasting our, our time. Fucking time. We could be uh, catching murderers at this time as well." While they're doing their, ju- their you know, their, their speech, the cops about how Sally much rocks in. Sally's rocks in, and she's like, "I just went down the shop to get some pimple cream." Yeah, she's just or like, some shit. Yeah, she's just like, "This pimple is just coming out. I just came to get some more clear so Did I do something wrong?" She doesn't like, say clear so She actually says a brand name. She does. Yeah, I can't something remember what cell. it was. Yeah. yeah. And the cop just, he's like, well, what you have done is just wasted $200 of taxpayers' money because your friends are idiots. Yeah, so they're dickheads, cop. Yep. They're jerks. And he kind of does this, you know, the whole not in my town kind of, he's like, if I hear from you kids again. Yeah, he thinks they're fucking yep. layabouts, drug-taking yep. drug layabouts, which they kind of are. A little um, bit. Anyhow, the cops leave. Yeah. They're like, see around dicks. Um, and then... Everyone decides that they're going to go out to eat. They're going to go out for dinner. They're going to get a bite. But Courtney's not invited. No. No, no. she doesn't go. No. But then it just cuts, hard cut, yeah. to Courtney in bed. And Matt has a giant birthday cake. Yes. For her, And she's all of a sudden completely fine. Yeah. She's, that's all she wanted. Like, oh, I just all I needed was a birthday cake. True. Just Very like, true. My mum forgot my birthday. This is all just me systemic. I need some attention. Yeah. Anyhow, 
Yeah, that's that whole thing. He brings it in, happy birthday, and then... Yeah, it's weird. This scene's very weird as well because he's like, aren't you going to make a wish? She starts crying, and then he starts relaying back to her about her trauma. And he he's goes, like, oh, this is because of and just... Yeah, you're just upset because you and your sister helped kill a murderer. Yeah. Kill a she's murderer? She's kind of like, how do you know? And he's like, well, I'm really good friends with the family of these people, so I know all about it. And then yeah. they start making out. And this was the first time this far into the film, that we got any indication of what had happened in the first film. Yeah. Kind of. like We had flashbacks. But he actually is laying it out. Oh, you got trauma because you and your sister helped kill the murderer from the first film. Yeah. And I think they he said, mentioned that she was 12 years old at the time. Where? Yeah. So, so were they 12 in Slumber Party? Are they the same actor? No, I don't know. So Courtney... Maybe they should have mentioned this earlier in the film. <laughs> I have opinions Like the mum could have mentioned that around one of those breakfast scenes that had no point. Mm, I don't know. I have opinions and I'll tell you about them all, all very later. Um, so, yeah, they, they start making out and the gang rock up. And they're being all rowdy and just As you do picking up the instruments and being just... Yeah, it's that it's that kind of like hangout party where people start playing instruments who don't know how to play instruments. And yeah. it's that concophony of just a noise of sound, of like someone hitting the drum, someone playing a guitar, someone yelling into the mic. And I was like, this is pretty accurate, actually. It's pretty I've been accurate. To party and then the happens. people that uh, actually own the instruments are just kind of sitting on the background, just like, oh my God, put it down. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then we cut but straight back to Matt and Courtney, Matt Courtney and they're just making out in the worst possible way ever. It's just so... Sexy times on. It's not even... Sex o'clock. Yeah, and then we but cut we back to... But we do down. know that you're not allowed to have sex. You're not allowed to. Because just don't. The, the maniac sister has mentioned it and sexy sexy man, mm-hmm. leather man, has gone like, Hey, baby, all you want to do is have sex with something or other. I can't remember what I said. <laughs> Anyhow... Uh, so they've good. So they've officially fucked. Yep. Bang. Yep. So and suddenly at this point, it's so they're back to we cut. We have a quick cut back to the rowdy teens being rowdy. Yeah. Then it cuts back straight away to them in postcoital. Yeah, and Matt's kind of like he's kind of doing the sexy Ian Malcolm sort of pose in bed and immediately it's like that, um, it's like that shot of a uh, molder in his. Uh, in his wallet, the yeah. photo of himself from The Simpsons. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And immediately we get this shot of a drill just Come. coming through. It's really hard. There's a lot of drills that come through people's backs and out the front in this film. So this yeah. is what we're trying to explain when we say comes through them from behind. Yeah. So he gets drilled through the back and it kind and of this drill, it coming out It's a out drill. It's like, so we're talking about like a, a two and a half foot long drill and it's probably like with like a... Uh, the four or five centimeter diameter. Yeah, it's massive and it's, it's got a huge a, drill. It's yeah. a real drill. Yeah, like, and now it comes through him, and we, this is a whole shot. So his head's in it, so it's a fake body. Yeah, it comes through, which is always my favorite yes. thing. A real head on a fake body is the best. Yes, it does. It's amazing. It smashes through, and the gore looks quite gross when they show it. They do yeah. do a lot of off-camera gores. They do. I feel that it's a running out of money budgetary constraints yep. but yeah and then immediately the leather man just turns around he's like come on baby let's rock and roll <laughs> he's also for some reason like leather man like, he's like yeah he's like let's rock and roll and then she's like ah and he's screaming he's like he kind of like she's she well, picks she's, up matt's arm yeah well he, she's like it's only a dream and he pulls up matt's severed arm and he's like you call this a dream but like why is his arm severed he's I drilled don't, through it. yeah, yeah. He goes, you call this a dream he's got <laughs> he's this, like, like he's just pulled it off he's got this grip like 
his voice, he's putting on a voice, but it's a, it's a, vo- it's a greaser voice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, yo, baby. Yeah. He's I got that, that real tough guy, like swagger about him. And like a, like a, hey. Yeah. It's like, hey. Everything he, kinda, see. he should be Wolfman Jack from like American Graffiti. Yeah. But he's not. Anyhow, <laughs> Courtney just fucks off. She's like, fuck this shit. And she runs out of the room. Yep. So she runs downstairs and she's like trips and falls and she's all covered in blood. She's covered in Matt's blood. That now the the other kids, they all see it. They start screaming and freaking out. Yeah. So basically Leatherman just reveals himself to everyone. The yeah. whole gang. He comes out. He's got a guitar. Yeah. He's say. got his guitar. As he's well, got his guitar. So, funny. so Leatherman can just have his guitar. They're not his guitar. And his guitar is the best. Yeah, it's it's so good. It's like a giant <sighs> Just guitar. the design of it, it's very intricate. It is very hard to explain. It's like, a, so imagine the most elaborate guitar ever. It's massive. Yep. So it's got like bits coming, big like, like spikes coming off of it and tendrils, like curved tendrils. And at the end of like the the head of where the head of the guitar should be is the giant drill. Yeah. And he actually has a switch on the guitar that he actually can yeah. turn it on and off. Like I'm honestly surprised that there are no metal bands that have that guitar right now. There might be. We just don't know. Maybe. I don't know. So he comes down. He just blatantly just says, "Hey, motherfuckers!" Pretty I'm much. Real. <laughs> like, yeah. Yo, and he he immediately like he's in pursuit. He he fucking he drills shit just along in the leg. Yeah. Um, he goes, he it, falls off to the side. Yeah, he kind of like, I can't see how Leatherman can miss. He can appear wherever he wants. How, he, so he goes to drill Justin Long, and Justin Long kind of falls backwards and just, yeah, it, it does a big gouge out of his leg. So now Justin, shit Justin Long, is wounded. Pretty much. He's, he's our first wounded character. And he turns his attention immediately to Sally, who is, she's standing now up against... Well, most of the gang just run out of the room. and into yeah, the, so They run into the kitchen, and half of them call, get on the phone, and they're trying to call the fucking police. Yeah. And the police are like, nah, get fucked, cunts. We're just there. You're all a bunch of dickheads. <laughs> um, so Sally's standing up against the wall and so she, she kind of just lets it happen. It's a very kind of like a... Yeah, <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. the Austin Powers like yeah. steamroller. Oh, it's coming right towards me. Yep. Um, unfortunately, we do get this off-screen kill for her, but it's really cool still because the, they're on the, you they're hear on the, the drill. Side. Yeah. She's standing exactly where the phone is, so the drill just comes right through the wall, yeah, through the phone. The, the phone. The, yeah, the drill. So the phone is mounted on the wall, like yep. one of those old-school phones. Yeah, and it comes through, and it's got all this gore on it, and it's really yes. good gore. It's like yep. they'd actually just drilled through, I think, a, a thing of meat. Yeah, probably. Like actual meat meat. Yep. So, and I, I was just very much okay and, with But then it. we never... Don't really see that much. And that, I, cause I thought it was going to cut to a shot of her, like, at least in pulling it out and her just falling down. That would have been good, yeah. Uh, yeah, so at this point as well, um, Shit Justin Long and Sheila have both noped the fuck on out of there. Yeah, they're not even they're, in the house. They're, they're running the through the streets. They're running through the streets. Shit Justin Long's like limping, oh, my leg. <laughs> Sheila's like just screaming and shit, but they're kind of helping each other. And they're, all, they're, they're fucked off. They're, yeah. out, they're out in the, they're in out the, in the burbs. Uh, so Jeff, Amy and Courtney are left inside um, and they're... They hide. No, no, they're outside. So they're outside. They're up against like a brick wall. They're hiding and they're having like... Yes, yeah, so they must have run outside run as well whilst... Yeah. Whilst what Sally was getting drilled. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's the analogy. Yeah. She got, dr- she got If you drilled, get drilled, good. you get drilled. Mm. Who knows? Um, so they're talking like, okay, we've got to make a run for it. We'll go to my car. And they're like, but the keys are inside. Fuck. Okay. So now we have to go back inside and get the keys. Yeah. Which is really cool because I like that this was a safety in numbers thing. So it wasn't just Jeff going inside to get the keys and essentially becoming kill fodder. The whole group. So Amy, Courtney, and Jeff go inside. 
They grab the keys off of they the counter. They find the drilled Sally. Yep. Poor drilled Sally comes. Her body falls out. They see her drilled. And rather than just running directly back out the back door, they make a full bolt. They make a the, beeline for the a car. A real beeline They're for like, the front fuck, door. Fuck, fuck, shit. Yep. So they go right out the front door, straight to the car. The car the ca- won't turn on. Of course it fucking won't. It's getting intense. Finally gets the car on and they start driving off. They drive off. We're like, we're fucking done. We're out. Oh, they're saved. Yay. And then all of a sudden, because they're all in the front seat. Yeah. Who pops up on the back seat? Leatherman. And he has kind of this, just before he comes into a scene, he has that laugh every time. (laughs) Yeah. And on his nose, he's around. Yeah. He has this beautiful little flower in his hair for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, because he's he's an old romantic. Well, he's he's, he's trying very hard to romance Courtney. Yeah, the whole thing is him trying to, like, score with her. So he's got roses and stuff, and he's always coming up and making a line. Um, And he pops up in the back scene. Of course, he drills... Drill through the seat and through Jeff, who's driving, and out the front of Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Blood and gore is going everywhere. It's good, 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 so good. good. It's like splattering on the windshield, and the car stops, and immediately Amy and Courtney get out of the car, and, and they start. And it's beeline. They start which is running. nice. Yep. They, I and think they're running back in the, the car. House. But it doesn't matter. And that's what I know is in the film. It doesn't matter. Why does everyone keep running? Because Leatherman can just appear wherever he wants. So, so it's kind of useless yep. to run away from him. Um, anyway. And they run back into the house. Yes. For some reason. Yes. Instead um, of like trying to like go somewhere else. Yeah. Sheila and shit Justin Long, they spy a house with lights on. Um, so they run up to the door, which is essentially the same fucking house. They're like, they're like, the lights on. It reminded me of like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Like, there's a <laughs> light on. Yep. Um, Over at the Frankenstein. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but at this point, the music is so loud that no one is hearing them knocking on the door. Yeah, just the music to the film is so loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got that. Every time, like, Leatherman is, like, um, on scene, there's, like, rock and roll music playing, yeah. which I think what makes this film quite enjoyable. Like, full just, like, greaser rock and roll. I really want the soundtrack to this, yeah. Yeah, this would be a perfect soundtrack film. Yep. Yeah, one I don't have in the collection, but I will find it. You know, they're knocking on the door. Like, let us in, let us in, let us in. No one is coming to the door. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get a POV shot uh, of Leatherman running towards them, like, and that. And then basically, Leatherman just comes up and just drills shit Justin Long. Yeah, he kind of like does a dr- he drills Sheila a little bit. So she kind of we don't know where or what's happened to Sheila. So she's fallen off off screen, and then he's <laughs> starts- fallen off of screen. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, oh, I'm over there and there now. And um, shit, Justin Long, he just basically just fucking drills the shit out of him and leaves him for dead. And blows him a kiss. He does. Like, and I'm like, excellent, Leatherman. Yeah, at this point, Leatherman, I was like, he's a great character. Yeah. Like, I would love to see a well-made film with Leatherman in it. Yeah. He, he, has, he has good, he's super charismatic screen presence. You just want, he's like V for Vendetta. Whenever V was on screen, yeah. you, just, you just want to see him do yeah, things. Yeah, I want to see more. Everything he says is funny. The way he acts is funny. He's like, he is his character. He is so encapsulated. Where everyone else was a shit. It's like he was the only thing pulling this film through. Pretty much. Well, the, the guy that uh, plays him, whose name is... Something. The guy, the very last name at the thing, let me just scroll up a bit, Atanas Illich, who is actually the heir to the Papa Giuseppe or some pizza place. So he's got money. Papa Giuseppe. Oh, maybe Papa Giuseppe, yeah. I can't remember. Um, so he's got money. He was the first person to audition for this film and he pretty much got it straight away. 
um, but they were like obligated to in like audition other people, but they were just pretty much like, nah, it's this guy. He it's just he had so guy. much charisma, and I'm like, yeah, I'm living for it. Um, so yeah, so the front door of this house opens, and then we always say, we always say, shit, just yeah. Yeah, the door yeah. opens. The door opens. There's this guy and he's like in his underwear and a dressing gown and he kind of looks out and he's like, doesn't see anything. He's like, fucking damn stu- kid. stupid he says, kids. He and says, damn kids. Shuts the door again. and Because we- there's this like screaming, people banging on the door, the sound of murder. And he just comes out, looks around and goes, damn kids. It's always them damn kids. And then we, and like from him saying that, there's a pan down shot onto uh, shit Justin Long's dead yeah. body. Yep. And now, uh, so we cut to Amy and Courtney. They've barricaded themselves in a bedroom. Um, once again, they've called the cops and the cops are basically on the end of the line being like, you fucking stop calling. You are shit. We don't believe you. We're not coming. And then they hang up. They hang up. They're like, fuck that shit. And this is where the film starts to fucking amp. Um, We're well, amping. F- first, it, then it, it cuts back to what's her name outside crying for a while. Sheila, she comes running back into the house. So she's come running back up into the house. Her arms all cut up. First she's running around aimlessly for ages as well. Yeah. Just in the streets. Going, it's like, I, I don't know where I live. Yeah, yeah. And then it comes back to Courtney and friend again yeah. for no reason. Well, Courtney and Amy are now huddled and Amy's kind of losing herself. She's like rocking back and they decide that we and... just need to wait out till morning. Am yeah. I, how did they know that? No. Because, you know, murderers just dissolve in the in the sunlight. Yeah, it's this true. dust till dawn. Okay. Um, yeah, so Sheila comes running back into the house. She immediately falls over Sally. Um, a dead body on the ground with a drill mark in her. She's like, oh, fuck. Courtney hears something and she's like, I don't know what that is. So she immediately turns out the lights. Um, and yeah. then we cut to... Now they're to, in the bedroom, dark. Even though they said they were going to wait till morning because of the light. They're now hiding in the dark. And she, she, what's her name? Sheila gets up and she kind of runs upstairs. Yeah. So she's bleeding everywhere. She's like dragging her shoulder on the up uh, as she goes up the stairs. There's a blood trail up the stairs. That kind of like you know that old that old chestnut, which is just someone squirting yeah. out, uh, blood as they go up the stairs, which I always like. And Leatherman comes in and he basically this is one of the coolest parts. He comes in and he turns he, to the camera. Yeah. And he's like, now it's time for the fun part. The lights switch. The lights go off in the house. Pink lights come on. Yeah. Music starts. A puts smoke his machine sh- shades on. He put, puts his sunglasses on. Puts his sunglasses on, and then he goes and sings a full music number. Yeah, it's amazing. This yep. is like the only reason you watch this film. Is the this film month. is called Let's Buzz. The, the cat. The, Sorry, the, the song is called Let's Buzz. Uh, yeah, so he's dancing around the house, like you know, he's got his guitar. He's dan- He's like greaser dancing to this. Like he's singing. He is living his best fucking life. This is why I like this character. He's a killer, but he fucking loves it. Yep. There's still no explanation no. of him. No, there's not. So this is all happening. So in between all of this happening, Sheila is trying to hide upstairs. Um, he's like at this point as well. He's making his way upstairs. He's got his guitar, so he's like dancing with his. He's his sex guitar. dancing. <laughs> he's like he, you know, he's taking his time. Yeah. This is his best moment. Yeah. This oh, is he's. The fun part. It, this is foreplay. Yeah. Um, so Courtney and Amy are here that Sheila's outside. Could they hear the music? I don't know. I don't know if anyone could hear the music. <laughs> All I knew was I had the music in He also album. goes over to their band equipment and starts singing the yeah. song for a while, like with the microphone. Oh, he was just, he's like, this is what I was born for. This is amazing. I, I, and, you, and you can tell I'm playing this 
in the background right now, the yep. music, so oh, God, you'll get so the good. idea. It's so good. Um, so yeah, they, Courtney and Amy have heard that it's Sheila upstairs, she's crying, she's screaming. So they're now trying to get the barricade out. The barricade is essentially just a dresser drawer, yeah. which could which, easily be picked which up. Which they by put two- in there in one second, but can't get out the way. Yep, that happens. So maybe it's got, it's a non once you've moved it once, it stays there. You when you open a fridge and yep. you close it and you can't pull it open because there's a suction. The, the suction. It's yep. got that. Yep. Um, Sheila's upstairs. Leatherman, he's upstairs. He's kind of like he's, he's now te- sauntering, he's teasing her as sauntering well, sauntering over with yeah. his sex with his sex drill. Yep, and he's just kind of like teasing her with it. He's like, oh, uh, no, I'm not gonna kill you yet. Um, and then he finally, she's there on the ground. We get this like long shot straight into her screaming face, and he starts to drill into her. And this, I don't know if you noticed how much shit was coming off yeah. of her. It was just like... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like what was... Yeah, what drill like, like fires outward stuff? I don't know what they did and how they did it, but I loved it because like while we didn't necessarily get to see it from the front... Which, there was meat and chunks it getting thrown out. chunks and blood was going everywhere. And I'm like, this is cool. I like this. Yeah, that yep. was funny. And uh, fucking amazing. That whole scene was <sighs> that- like what makes the whole film worth watching. Therefore, my advice is watch just that scene on YouTube because <laughs> it is on there. Watch the whole fucking film. Do it. No. Um, he starts drilling through the door. Uh, Courtney and Amy now make he's, a break. He's doing a whole bunch of holes. And we can still yeah. see the the smoke machine and pink light coming through. So the, yeah. the, it's still there. Yep. He's, oh God, I fucking love it. Uh, so Courtney and Amy make a break for her out, out the window and onto the roof. Yeah, so there's a um, lot of out. It's all outdoor from now on. Yeah, so he's they're running across the roof, and he's just like on the top, the very top of the roof, and he's just there like shredding on the guitar. Yeah, yeah, like, so, yeah. You see them like yeah, they're running, running, jumping over roof, jumping over roof, jumping over roof. Then it shows that yeah, like this this peak of a roof, yeah. and he's just on the very peak of it, like yeah, just shredding his guitar with his sunnies on and a ciggy hanging yeah. out of his mouth. <laughs> That's all of a sudden he's got a ciggy. It's like, is loving it. That's right. right. Any other girl in this film would have been like, I'll take my pants off right now. Oh, man. Perfection. <laughs> I wrote there for that shot. Oh, yes. Um, so they're still running across the room, like the, the roof. They climb down um, some of the, the walls into the streets and they start running off into the distance, immediately run around a corner right into him and he just he fucking nicks Amy in the face with the drill. So. And then she's like, oh, my God, my face, my beautiful face. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, which is like, it was quite he a good scene. He scrapes the cheek and then they all run off and he just looks at the camera and he goes, I can't get no satisfaction. Yep. <laughs> and then just stands there giving like metal fingers while they run off. Because <laughs> he doesn't care. He can just appear. He lets oh, them. Oh, yeah. He's, 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 this, in, he's having fun. He's in for the hunt. This is, uh, he's going to rock and roll all night. And then all of a sudden, day. rock and roll music starts and it's basically a gigantic montage. Yep. So, like a chase scene montage. Yeah. So he's kind of chasing them through this um, building uh, site. Building site, so yeah. It's house like a under house. construction yes. site. Under site. There's lots of wood and. Uh, yeah, like yeah, frame house frames and all stuff like that. Yeah, this is like you can tell straight away. Like this is where the end of the film is gonna take place. Yeah, of. so the whole soundtrack is very sort of like a very very rockabilly soundtrack, which I love. I do like me some rockabilly, some psychabilly. Um, so they're running up the stairs, and at this point as well, you know, every time. So there was a point where Amy and Courtney were running through, and he kind of like drills Amy in the back. So he, yeah, she gets, he gets her again. She so takes she, a lot of damage at that she point. She gets does. a slash mark, probably about a foot across her back. Yeah, um, it's pretty nasty. 
And then there's like, there's a whole bunch of like shots after that of kind of like the girls running through like random bits of wood and passages. Pictures of the drill, like yep. going close to the camera, them dodging and yep. like. So it's basically they're just kind of running and running and running, and he's trying to drill them and he's missing. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, I was like, well. And yep. then all of a sudden they get some distance between him somehow. Yep. Even though he can appear anywhere, they start to lose him. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, where are they? So they've run upstairs. Meanwhile, because Amy's bleeding so a- much, she's kind of leaving this blood trail. Um, and he starts kind of sneaking. Like there's, he just sort of stops running and enjoying and he's like, now he's sneaking. But well, he, the, he, drill, he, the drill's still going? Yeah. So like, but he's lost them. Right? How did he lose yeah. them? He can exist anywhere. Exactly. And yeah, blood drips down onto his face. Yeah. He realizes that they're above him. And he kind of just like... Doesn't do anything? He is so fucking cool because he stands there and he kind of just like, he lights up a cigarette, he takes a drag and he's like looking at the blood, he's looking up and he's like, uh-huh, okay. I know where they are now, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I don't need to go get them yet. No. As soon as I kill them, the night's over. What am I going to do? Yeah. Oh, he wants to have sex with her. Well, he does. Dead or alive? Dead or alive. Uh, so he he knows where they are. He starts drilling through the floor and then they are off and running again. Yeah, so they, yeah, drilling up from underneath them. Yeah. And, yep, and then no, they're off and away again. It's a very Benny Hill moment. The, 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 the rockabilly music starts up again. So every time you think that they're about to be done and the music starts, you're like, no, they're, they're running again. Yeah. Um, Amy slips. Somehow. She's on her own blood, I'm guessing, and she slips and she falls from the balcony. Um, and she's just like, it's an unfinished house. So she's just kind of in, they're in the attic and she yeah. kind of just slips out. Courtney grabs her, so she's holding her on the side of this building. Yeah. Yeah. And he comes along and he, he basically kind of like drills so close to them that Courtney drops her. Yeah. Kind of Leatherman has a swipe at Courtney, misses her, but then... Um, uh, but then suddenly uh, the girl just falls down. Yeah, yeah. so Amy, Amy, Amy just falls, falls and dies. She falls to her death. I don't even see her laying on the ground. It's just no. one of those shots of her on the ground dead. I'm like, hmm, yeah. not very violent, not very interesting. So she's dead and he lets out one of his maniacal laughs again. <laughs> and they're fucking off again. So he's off, Courtney's off again. She's running. And as she's running, we've got the music going and we get all these shots um, of all the previous deaths throughout the film. Yeah, flashbacks of this another. She's, I thought she's having that's uh, representing a panic attack or something she's having while she's running. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, so because she's stopped at this point and just off screen, so behind her is all blurred out. You can't really see it, but you can see, kind of see him in the background. Leatherman, yeah, so she's yeah. having this like flashback of everything and then it just sort of zooms back to him and you see him standing there and he's just he's just standing watching her and then she's like oh, fuck and then the, oh she fucking goes again yeah so he's running across these rooftops he's like building so it's all wooden and yeah you know we're in full construction mode now and then she sit she runs down and hides in this little kind of behind a table which also, as she got, as she got, she sits down. She turns on a gas cylinder. Yeah, she like accidentally like bumps into it and knocks it on. And you can hear, this, and you look, and it's like a welding device. Uh huh. And she so she grabs this welding device. She turns around, and standing above her is Leather Man. Yeah. And she's like, and he's like, "Come on, baby, light my fire." <laughs> and then she turns on the the welding torch. She goes, "You bet I will." <laughs> and he stands there. Well, she just holds this welding torch up, and for some reason, he must be the most flammable person in the entire world. That leather is flammable. Oh, yeah. I, I often see 
you know, cows in fields on fire. <laughs> um, yep. And he just instantly combusts. Yeah. Instantly turns into like a skeleton. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. and then falls off the building on fire. And we see this like corpse fall down. And I was like, is that fucking it? <laughs> and I went, why didn't he died easier than a human? He's supposed to be a ghost. Who would have thought that ghosts are so... Why were they even scared of him? They could have thrown a fucking hanky at him and it killed him. <laughs> Anytime in the... They could have farted on him and it might have blown his face off. Like, this was the weakest... It's like, fire is my one weakness. Fire, any any kind of anything is a weakness. You just have to believe you can hurt me and you will. There you go. Uh, so we now instant cut to a sunrise. <laughs> cut to the next morning. Uh, we've got sirens going off. Um, cops Courtney's, have up. Courtney's standing there. She's she's covered in a blanket. Um, the ambulance are wheeling out a gurney um, with bodies. Courtney stops one of the gurneys. She opens. Amy's. Yep. So she uncovers Amy's face, um, who immediately wakes up and just starts laughing like Leatherman. So, yeah, she's <laughs> hard she's cut like, to Courtney waking up again in bed with Hunk Matt. Oh, it was, was all, all a dream. dream. The whole film. What is it, Super Mario Brothers 2? <laughs> um, so they start kissing and, of course, um, Matt goes... Hunk Matt. Hunk Matt goes to kind of hug uh, Amy and um, we see it's the leather gloves that Leatherman's wearing. His fingerless gloves. His fingerless leather Everyone gloves. Was wearing fingerless gloves. <laughs> um, it, th- he rolls her over. It's him. It's Leatherman. He, he's kind of cut up, but he's not burnt. He's he's sweaty and cut. He's sooty. Sooty. He's, he's got some soot on him. Uh, that's about it. Courtney screams and she wakes up. Screaming again, third wake up. This is very nightmare and and she is in a mental institution. Yeah. Did she ever leave? Oh, oh, oh. From the first film. Yeah. And then we see, for no reason, another drill drilling up from the floor in the mental institution. I'm like, when's this fucking thing going to end? What is this, Lord of the Rings? He's got like your seven fucking endings. Uh, just like, just in, they couldn't work out which ending they wanted to so put them all in. Yeah, let's just do it. Do it all. Do and it all. And the drills drilling up through the floor. She's on the mental institution bed screaming. This shot goes way too long. <laughs> the, the bloody drills going out of control like a bloody, you know, a teenager with his first erection. <laughs> oh, fuck. Hard cut. Hard End. cut. Credit. Ends. Done. And we get Done. the song and cut to the, the song of him like yep. that he was dancing to. Dun. I think that's the tune. Yeah, it is. Anyhow, my final thought was, (laughs) the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck was that? (sighs) What's your final thoughts? I fucking love this film. So I watched this film for the very first time last year. Um, I think I briefly did a bit of it in one of our very early episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't I know loved, what you're talking about. Oh my god, I love this film so much. It is just so ridiculous. There are many, 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 many plot holes. Oh, I don't think it even had a plot. No, but I don't care because it didn't. Because ha- it was so much fun. It didn't have a plot. There was no reason. They never no. gave a reason of why he existed. Well, no, because he, he he's wasn't not the- even the killer from the first film. And the first film was based in reality. This is like an entity that came through her dreams. Yeah. And manifested itself in reality, but there's no rules. That's what I wrote here. There's no rules to him. He had limited power and no rules. So you couldn't get around, like, there was no storytelling because there was no 
rule structure which horror films need. You need like someone to tell a story of like there was an insane killer and he had a guitar or some shit. Yeah. I feel that this it but I really just didn't care because it was so much fun. Like I liked that it that had all these like the musical sequences to it which were just completely unnecessary but I still fucking loved them. Yeah. I feel that you could turn this film into a drinking game. So literally every time he makes a musical pun or spouts lyrics from something you just take a drink. We watched last night the for the first time the Clint Eastwood film, The Outlaw Josie Wales. Okay. And his character is his, he's just basically Clint Eastwood, you know, sure. character. But he's he's got like chewing tobacco and he always spits and he just spits on everything. Mm. So that if that and then even stuff that isn't a bad thing. So like, he'll meet a character and the character's got a dog and it'll be like and then there's this dog just standing there, and there's a shot of the dog. He just spits on the dog's face. Oh, that's terrible! And he spits on Fuck every. Fuck you, Clint Eastwood. But like Claire was like, let's let's drink every time he spits, and she just went through so many wines. Oh god! Because he just spits every. Anyhow, I've yet to see a drunk Claire McGuinness, and it's uh, amazing. I feel that it would be. It's, it's of very, interest to me. It's very good. Uh, yeah, no this this film is just great. It's dumb. It's I, great. I wrote. I can see this getting remade with a big budget and it would be the fucking best film in the world. If they got that same guy in, I mean, he's probably a million years old now. Yeah, probably. But with someone, uh, someone who took the, the acting cues from this guy. Yeah. And the character, the killer character is so charismatic. That if they'd made a whole bunch of good films with him in it, he'd be a, a, an iconic horror character. I feel that that guy took this so seriously that he was in character the whole time. and he Maybe was just- he was just a greaser. Probably. He's just a clothes he rocked up in. Yeah, he's just like, I'm here to audition. And I also bought this guitar. <laughs> Check out my sweet guitar. Um, yeah, like, I just feel like that could be used. In the, and, and the tone of him, having that like Freddy Krueger vibe of someone who really enjoys his killing and it's funny and he says all the cool lines, but he also sings mm. and like plays what? music interludes and there's like montages with clearly his songs. Right. Oh, see, I haven't like watched that. that film. But it's very similar to, so um, I don't know if I talked about it in the last episode, but I saw the the new Wrong Turn film. And my biggest gripe with it was it was it could have been its own standalone film. It didn't need to be part of the reboot or this franchise, and I think that's what failed the film in the end. Yeah, because I didn't watch it because I didn't like Wrong Turn. And it could have been, if it was its own new horror vibe, well, I would have it kind of was. Yeah. It was, but it was just because they were trying to, constrict it to what this franchise was it didn't necessarily work mm. but it did work it's very hard but yeah so i feel that this, if this was a standalone film that had nothing to do with this i think they were just like oh i was just piggybacking off of this film that this film was pretty successful for us um because it was critically just panned but it's got this huge cult following what did you give it? I gave this a J. Yeah, I gave it a J. It's, it's a clearly Jen special. A J. Jen special. Um, but I did also give it a B. It's a, definitely a beer and chicken. I gave it a Kesha. Oh! It's a low-budget hot mess. It is, but I love it. But it is exactly what the Kesha was created for. I don't think we've ever given a Kesha. I don't think we have. Low-budget hot mess. Yes. And I'm okay with it. So, Dan, what are we watching next week? Ah, oh, um, I want to watch Dark Skies. Yes. Get some sci-fi, some aliens. Get some bloody greys on your plate, mate. Get the greys. Grey matter. There's actually another movie called Grey Matter, which is about grey aliens, which is a horror one. So while, uh, once again, we will just say that sci-fi and horror are very close and we will umbrella it, we don't care. Well, Dark Skies is 
uh, an alien abduction film mm. like done in the style of horror. So yeah. yeah, it's like there's a lot of nights and yeah, it's it's definitely a horror. Yeah, it's I also feel horror. that anything that scares the shit out of us is also considered horror. Yeah, yeah. So stuff like you know, better homes and gardens, <laughs> shit like that. Oh. Fuck that shit. Your fucking home and garden is gonna scare me if there are any more reptiles. Oh dear. No. Okay. Cool. All right. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. We are available on all major podcasting services and also on the YouTubes. But no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment or a review, and make sure you share with all your friends. We also have Instagram at Terrorvision Pod, which will keep you up to date with upcoming episodes, possibly some trivia, and of course, memes that are definitely three years old by now. We also have an email, terrorvisionpod at gmail.com. Let us know what you want us to watch, discuss, listen to, etc. And our opening and closing music is Void Swell by Sister Wife. And if you want to catch me in in real life. In the flesh. In the flesh. In my moldy flesh. Uh, you can catch me at Greenlight Comics in uh, 18 Stevens Place in Adelaide, South Australia. That is the comic shop which I co-own and run with a whole bunch of turkey goblins. <laughs> and uh, yeah, come see me there. And until next week. May all your dreams be nightmares.